Welcome to Effortless Manifesting with Candace Cherie. Here you will learn to transform your life, heal your past, and become the person who has it all. Effortless Manifesting is your one-stop shop for all things manifesting. Stick around and join us for laughs, love, and new beginnings. Welcome, everybody. We are back with another episode for you. That was funny. He's like, welcome, every." Oh, yeah, buddy. That's right. I, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping nobody <laughs> noticed that. Thank you for pointing out I my, love to point out the beautiful, funny stuff you do. This is great. Ridiculous words. So he's always making fun of my words, like, all the time. But that she she's learning it from me. You know, like That's I true. Said, so. And, I, like, I always understand your weird brain, how it works. And... You're like, how do you know what I'm saying? Literally, all I'll say is, you know, babe, we should. I know steak sounds great. What? <laughs> I just said we should, and she knew. It's true, it's true. insane. We, we're one, we're one mind. One, I, we really are. Like, and this yeah. is another thing. Like, I just realized this before we started, but it seems like in some of the episodes, like we just dress up. Like, I don't even know how we brought the same yeah. kind of. We had like pink stuff, and then black stuff, and then it's. We brought the same outfit. Maybe, this um, is his shirt. The same hair. Penelope <laughs> has almost the same. That's hair. true. We yeah. ordered. I ordered the pink hair for Penelope because I wanted it to be kind of like me. And so I was like, "Oh, that would be cute. That would be cute." That'd Here be I so am. Cute. Except her face was just this way. Penelope needs some serious work. Man. She needs um, hormone super therapy. Wax, super wax. On her face, face wax. <laughs> face Rip her face <laughs> off. <laughs> That's awesome. So what are we talking about today? We're oh, going to yeah. master the crap out of love, mastering self-love. Yes, we're going to master it. He's going to ruin the microphone with his yelling. So sorry to our sound engineer here. It's okay. Um, Don't worry about it. Gonna <laughs> he's gonna, Bill's going to be like, what is happening with all the levels? Anyway, <laughs> when he goes to Compliments edit this. of our sound and yeah. video guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're talking about mastering self-love, y'all. It's legit. We got to master that self-love. And it probably isn't what you think it is. It might be a version of that, but there's other stuff involved. Stuff we've already talked about. Nothing too obvious or nothing too weird or foreign. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. So your ideal self is ultimately your ideal relationship. Now, what do we mean by that? When you look at yourself in the mirror, if you only see flaws and you see all the things that are wrong with you and you're hearing in your mind, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough, I don't have this yet, I didn't get to this level in my business, I didn't get the raise I wanted, I don't have kids yet, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever the story is, that is going to be indicative of your ideal or not ideal self. So you want to start focusing on how do I become the best version of myself? Because whoever you are now is the reason that you're seeing what you're seeing in your reality mm. good or bad okay and when we truly master ourselves, when we really master knowing who we are knowing that we are creating what we see and that our core essence is love everything changes around us everything the more i focus on my own self-love the more i love myself and i show up in a confident beautiful feminine way the more attracted he is to me mm-hmm Without a doubt, when I come wounded and I'm like, oh, I'm not this and I'm not that, or I'm feeling insecure about something, it's, it's a repellent for your partner. And it's not like I even mean to add on to that sometimes. Like when you come at me that way or things are not abundant or I'm not enough or this or that, you're feeling really down. I want to comfort you and I do you know, my best to be there for you and help you, but sometimes that doesn't help. Sometimes it feels okay in the very moment, but as soon as it's gone, it's 
it stops, it's gone. And your partner obviously can't be there for you 24 seven with yeah. their arm around you trying to comfort you. When that takes place, I unintentionally add to it. I don't mean to right. add to it. It's like, it kind of breaks me down a little bit too. And so yeah. I embody that energy. And that energy just starts doing this yeah. in the entire house. And even the kids feel it and they start acting like little weenies. <laughs> little weenies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's true. Like how, how you feel about yourself, how you're presenting your, your own uh, concept of self is what you're going to see from all the people around you. The happier and healthier emotionally that you are, the better your environment will be. It will just transform around you. It will, you know, as you make all these internal changes, the external result will be exactly what you want. So would it be kind of safe to say very generally that mastering self-love means like expressing the thing that you want in return from your partner? The thing that you ideally want in return? Is that, a, is that like an act of mastering self-love saying, I know I feel like lashing out, but I'm going to do this instead because mm -hmm. I deserve this in return. Yes. And, and even further from that, when you look at your partner as a reflection of yourself, as they are just showing up based on my assumptions of them, and you can't look at them in an angry way and say, you're doing this and you're doing that. It's your fault. What's the problem with you? Why are you doing that? When you stop doing that and you start saying, oh, they're showing up this way because I have some things that need to be addressed within myself. I have some assumptions about myself, about my partner, about my life that need some tender love and care. And so it's very important that you take the responsibility in your own life and quit being the victim of it mm. and stop saying, oh, woe is me. It's this because of this, because mm -hmm. he did this or she did that. And when you're able to step out of that and, and really recognize I'm creating all this nonsense, this is about me. I need to change. And when you change first, your partner will change. Mm. Your boss will change. Your mom will change. Everybody around you will change. They don't have a choice. They are conforming to your new assumption. Everybody is, is, is assumed. Everybody changes based on your assumption of them. Mm -hmm. So you need to focus on your self-love. You need to know that your core is love. The core construct of the whole universe is love. Mm -hmm. So if you're out of balance with that, other things are going to show. Yeah. Make the internal changes for the external results. And that is kind of what true self-love mm -hmm. embodies. Yeah. Something that you said kind of reminded me of like how people are forced to conform where it's like, if you come up to somebody and say, do you like the color green? Well, it's either going to be yes or no. If you come up to somebody and say, do you like purple, yellow, orange, or red? You can't say no. That didn't answer my question. You have to conform to the question I'm asking you mm. in a sense. You have to say, well, no, I, I like yellow more than purple because now that this person has presented a question with so much more dynamic, the answer must be dynamic. Otherwise, it won't make sense. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of interesting. Like when you conform differently, it's like changing the questions you're asking in your life and you want different answers. So that's what that reminded me of right there. Yeah, and it's, it's also a form of not forcing you're not forcing anybody because you're not in 3d saying you better change or else huh. 
That doesn't work. Yeah, that never works. You're in your own imagination seeing a person at their best so that they can show up at their best. And, I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to see everyone around you as their best and yourself as your best? You know, if you're so hyper-focused on my husband needs to be better or my wife needs to be better and they're not and da-da-da, then you're focusing on the lack instead of they are better. They are amazing. I am the best I can be. I am truly loving myself. You know, focusing on that versus the other is going to get you a whole lot more in your life that you desire. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, you know, self-love isn't mani-pedis, massages, stuff like that. That's self-nurturing. That's... Mm -hmm. That's a very small aspect of things that you need to do for yourself. Yeah. As far as making yourself a priority. That's right. The cherry only tastes good when it comes with this whole Sunday. Yeah. You know, you could go get a mani pedi, but still feel miserable inside, and it does nothing for you. But if you're feeling great about yourself and you're like, "I love myself. I want to spoil myself right now. I'm gonna go do this," then it's gonna feel a whole lot better. And what? Yep. Oh, <laughs> that's all I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you you want to <laughs> you know your your intention behind your self care needs to be I already feel amazing about myself and I'm gonna go have fun with myself. I'm going to go and spend extra time with me yeah. and really dive into what I need. And you know, as you're maybe getting some pampering done of whatever sort, you are reimagining your life. Mm-hmm. you're sitting in the chair thinking about all the wonderful things that you have and how amazing you are and how special you are yeah. and how much you love yourself at the end of the day. Cause we all have to love ourselves. If we don't love ourselves, we take our life, Yeah. but you love yourself enough to still be here. So let's build on that, you know? Yeah. And to just real quick kind of to reiterate on that it's like like i was saying it's the the self-nurturing stuff is important but it proves to be of much greater importance when we have mastered all the things that self-nurturing goes on top of Mm -hmm. but self-nurturing by itself is very it it can be unsatisfactory because we are still lacking all the important things and so that's what makes that self-nurturing stuff feel so much better when we've mastered things because it's that icing on the cake it's the cherry on the sundae so Kind of just like what you were saying. Yeah. So in in short, you might want to also write this little point down too that I want to talk about, which is cool on the progression of change. Changing negative assumptions changes the dynamics of the relationship, which changes the relationship. Take a minute and write that if you can. It's really good stuff, really important. Yeah, yeah. Changing your negative assumptions is going to transform the way that you view yourself because right now you have a lot of negative assumptions that were built in to you from childhood a lot of things that are limiting limiting beliefs is really what it is a negative assumption is a limiting belief i believe i don't ever get what i want i believe that my partner is going to leave me i believe that i'm always going to be broke those are limiting beliefs those are old negative assumptions so when you really start to put this idea that it's time to eliminate that as a, as a priority, you're, that's step one of practicing self-care, self-love, and mastering self. Mm-hmm. You know, saying, I deserve it enough to invest in myself, to take this time to heal my limiting beliefs, to, you know, work one-on-one with me if you can, reprogram your mind, whatever it is, 
you're making it a priority. You're putting yourself as number one mm-hmm. instead of saying, I don't matter anymore. Everyone else around me matters. My spouse, my partner, my kids, everyone else matters more than me. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore. You have to matter first. You mm-hmm. have to come first. Yep. In every single aspect of your life, you have to come first. If I don't put myself first, I can't put himself. I can't put him second. I can't put him first. If I do, I lose myself. So who's on first? What's right. on second? <laughs> I don't want him. got to go in order. <laughs> I don't want him to put me first. I want him to put himself first, practice his own self-nurturing and his own self-care and being the best man that he could possibly be. So he has excess to give. Love this woman. <laughs> Smart. Thanks. Brilliant. It's, it's exactly true. That's the most selfless way to be as selfish as you can. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's this negative stigma with the be self, selfish. That doesn't mean gimme, 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 gimme. That just means in order for me to show up the way I need to show up for Candace, if I'm not taking care of myself, I can't show up for anybody else because I'm going to be in such a deprivation that I'm going to require so much for myself. And that's when selfishness comes about. That's when yes. I start buying myself things that I feel like I need to fill in the void. That's when I join like, a, I don't know, a club or a membership or something to try to take care of the body. But as soon as it's over, it's over. That's when I start giving myself so many things to distract myself because I think it'll feel good. It's like an instant high. Yeah. And that takes more and more and more and more and more away from us. Because I'm not focusing on really loving myself. And when I really love myself, I have so much of it. I want to give it to everybody. And I still got tons left. That's true. Well, and it's like the other day or last week, it was you went and took a two-day trip to the mountains by yourself. That's right. I went to Payson. And, and he needed it. He needed some alone time. And I do it too. I go to the, our cabin by myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's nothing wrong with being alone. But we're always so afraid to be alone. And, you know, it was so good for him. And immediately I was like, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was going to be insecure and be like, oh, he's going away from me for two days. How, how dare he? Right. You know. And that's the other thing that kind of gets a little freaky about it sometimes is the image that that leaves on a lot of people. Sometimes we get roped up into how that's going to look or how it would seem mm-hmm. that a couple is doing something not together. <laughs> We're not joined at the hip. We must not be, you know, we must have a lot of problems. We must have a lot. of, And so it might seem yeah. embarrassing or shameful that that's how it appears. But I don't care because that's not what it is. And what matters is what the relationship really is. And part of the reason why it's so great is because we give to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a, I always tell them, priority number one, take care of yourself. That's right. You have to take care of yourself. I don't care about anything else. If you're not taking care of yourself, then I, then I need to give you the space and mm-hmm. I need to step up and take care of the kids for a while while you go take care of yourself. And he does the same for me. If I'm like, I need to get out, I need to go do something. He's like, I got you. Go do it. And that, that's on being in a really good partnership. Mm-hmm. And we want that for all of you to be in a partnership where you can each be there for each other and pick up the slack where the other person is, is faltering at a time when they need something and they're not getting that space for, for themselves. So make sure that you are doing these things, putting yourself first, making the priority of I got to take care of me. So I then can give from your excess. Your cup overfloweth. You're not giving from an empty cup. That's right. We do that too often. I swear, sometimes I feel like a lot of people are cacti. Like they're just deprived of water, but somehow they still thrive. Right. Like they're just, I don't know. Yeah. Are are cacti deprived of water? I don't know how that goes. Well, most of them are. 
I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think our I'm just more surprised that like we don't shrivel up sometimes <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. waste away. It, it, or we do and yeah. end up with a lot of health issues that way. So, Another topic. So, yeah, exactly. So how do we do this? We, you know, one of the ways is to become self-aware. What, what are you projecting every day? What is your current self-concept? Make a list of your current self-concept. Who are you? I am this. I am that. I am that. Like write out your I am statements about who you are, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I think that that's very hard for us to write down who we are. It's like, I don't know who I am. We kind of have this little crisis going on where we're mm -hmm. trying to identify. But I just want to encourage you and tell you, I don't believe 100% that we don't know who we are. Sometimes I think it's more that we're afraid to know who we are, mm -hmm. but we know. And we have to be, you know, open to that and embrace that little fear of, of, of discomfort that that's going to be to bring out who we really are to the surface. And it's good to know. Well, and, and if you know at your core who you really are is just love, yeah. period. If you're, <laughs> if you're struggling with finding the rest of your identity, start with love. I am love. And as I am love, I can build upon that as I am also a wonderful friend. I am talented. I am creative. I am smart. I am attractive. Mm -hmm. You know, you build on the core of I am love. And that allows you to... I love you. I love how you're looking at me. <laughs> you're like making me blush. It's I just cute. love her. She's just amazing. <laughs> so then you build on it, you know, and you never have to worry, who am I anymore? Well, I'm love. Yeah. That's it. I'm love, period. And if you look at that and, and that becomes your core identity of I'm love, everything else becomes easier. Because if something comes at you that's not loving, you can say, you know what? It's okay. I'm love. I'm love. Make that your mantra for the next week. I am love. Say it a million times in the next week. You can't say that word enough. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> it's true. The next thing you want to do uh, is to practice mindfulness and presence. Be present. You know, a lot of people say, well, manifesting is living in the future. But really, it's not living in the future. It's calling the future to your present state. When I you, love that. I need that on a T-shirt. Say that again. <laughs> Manifestation is calling your future into your present state. <laughs> so you're, you're imagining your desired reality, but you're making it now when you imagine it. And let's say you want a new house. You imagine yourself walking into your new home. You put yourself there presently. You see it as this is here now, mm -hmm. not 10 years from now. It's here now. And you feel it real. That's called living in the end. You live in the end of your desire as if it has already happened, as if it is finished, complete, finito, and you don't stress about it because it's done, right? If I handed you a, a, a cake and it was done, would you say, well, where's all the ingredients? Did you put them in together? Did you do it right? No, you'd say, thanks for the beautiful I'd dive cake. into that sucker. Yeah, that's right. You'd eat that cake and you'd say, dang, thank you. And then I'd say thank you. <laughs> but you wouldn't question it. You would eat it, right? That's how you need to look at your, your desires and in yourself is I am already perfect as I am. I am already enough. I am already beautiful, powerful, strong, motivated, capable. I am already these things. And imagine yourself as already being those things. And the more that you imagine it and you feel what it would feel like being those things, the easier it, it is for it to reflect in your shadow, your 3D world. Because your imagination is the truth. Imagination is, cre all of creation is happening in your imagination. So you're seeing it and you're calling into existence something that you're already seeing and it takes a little bit of time to present, 
in your 3D, but being present would be, I am this already. That's pure presence. Mm -hmm. Not I will be, I want to be, I hope to be, please. It's I already am this. I am, I am this. Okay. Yeah. And ways to do that, the, the mindfulness and presence? Mindful, yeah, imagination. Practicing your imagination. Practicing seeing it done. Going into the state under meditation. Well, that was the first thing I was going to say is get her self-love meditation. I, yes, I have a beautiful self-love meditation that is a visualization and they're filled with also affirmations. That will guide you on a beautiful step of loving yourself and seeing how to do it properly. And it's, it's getting you into your subconscious state. So it's reprogramming for you behind the scenes. And it's amazing. You can get that on my website, effortlessmanifesting.com. And, you know, you want to dig deep, uh, recognize your habits, see what's going on in your life that's not working properly, and change it. Write them down to help you so that way you can understand why you have them yeah. as well. Please do that. You can take a moment and recognize those habits and expectations you have. Because a lot of times we have expectations and we can identify some of them and say, I expect this because that. And sometimes it's like, I expect this and I just do it and do it and do it. And don't even realize it's an expectation because all that expectation is is a habit. It's just something we regularly yeah. do. So if we can't even identify why we have them, then why not get rid of them? It's like going into somebody's garage and seeing 90% of crap that's boxed up and piled up in there. I'm not talking. Uh, and <laughs> looking at it and saying, I don't even realize I have any of this. Like if I bulldoze this stuff out of the garage one day, most of the stuff I'm not even going to realize I have lost unless I go in there and dig and look and say, oh no, I don't want to get rid right. of that and don't want to get rid of that. But that's what it is. A habit is just stored garbage you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> Dump it and purge exactly. it. Well, and you know, on that point, uh, habits, especially in relationships, we have unwritten expectations that we don't even know that we have because we saw our parents behave a certain way. You know, mom was always home with the kids. Dad was always working. So now that's your expectation that mom's home with the kids and dad's at work mm -hmm. or whatever. Like you have these unwritten expectations that you want to dig deep to get to so that you can transform them and change them so that your relationships are better. Mm -hmm. And you're not saying, well, dad always took out the garbage. Why aren't you taking out the garbage? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know you wanted me to take out the garbage. That's an unwritten expectation you didn't even know you had. I don't read your mind. Exactly. Right? <laughs> well, you read my mind. But. Well, I read your mind. Well, that's a different dynamic that <laughs> well, we have. So it's, it's special. Most people don't. But, so once you do that, you change it in, in 30, like give it 30 days. That's a, that's a little bit more than what it takes to you know create a habit. It takes about three to four weeks. Once you change it, or once you do, I'm sorry, change it in 30 days by conscious opposition of that habit. Mm -hmm. Being conscious of of that habit means understanding what it is to do what it isn't. Doing the opposite of what that habit is, is that new transformation mm -hmm. that you want. I have this habit of being late all the time. Well, what's the opposite of being late? Get friggin' early. Mm -hmm. And that's what on time is. Yeah. So. I love that. And mm -hmm. you know, some of the ways, because I have a book called 30 Days to Master Self Love. Yes. And it's really life changing. I have so many reviews from people saying, this changed my whole life, just doing this. It's a guide. It's a 30-day guide on how to get you into... What to talk about? Well, I'm going to get there. Oh, sorry. So I'm it's caffeinated. a... Yeah, it's a guide on how to get you where you need to be in your life to truly love yourself, to truly show up for yourself, to transform your relationships, all of it. And it's really cheap. It's like $25 or something okay. like that. So, so it goes over what? Mirror work, a grounding, yeah, meditation? I'm, well, I'm going to get there. Stuff. Man, I'm really jacked on the you are, you are jumping ahead, bro. Oh. 
Just wait. No. <laughs> Any other questions? He's not patient. I assume you were so patient. <laughs> it's working. Thank you for being so patient with me, honey. You're mm-hmm. so amazing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so one of the ways that we can do this is mirror work. Mm-hmm. Now, mirror work, you can learn all about mirror work in uh, Louise Hay. She has a book on mirror work, which is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, my ebook talks about mirror work. That's one of the things that you can do to transform your life. Mirror work really saved me when I was getting into my self-love journey. After my abusive relationship, after I ended that marriage, I really, I walked around the house with a mirror in my hand and was constantly talking to myself, constantly like, okay, I'm triggered right now. Okay, what do you need? I love you. You're safe. You're okay. Everything's all right. Like, I did that a lot. Penelope did that. Penelope did that, yep. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so, you know, mirror work is very powerful. Another thing you can do is grounding. Get your feet or your hands in the earth, in the grass, in the sand, in living waters, and reconnect with the earth and do it with intention. Don't just be like, okay, I'm standing here. Is it going to get better? What's going to, you know, be out there and just connect. Just connect with the, the beautiful living life force underneath your body. Okay? Meditation. Obviously, we talked about meditation. You want to meditate every day. Make it a priority to put on a meditation. I sell 19 of them on my website for every topic you can imagine. So no excuse. Get a meditation. They're cheap. Go get one. Life-changing. The other thing is you want... I'm not saying that. The other thing thing you want to do is uh, balance your feminine and masculine energy. And a lot of these things help you do that. If you're too hyper-focused in your masculine, if you're a feminine person and you're super driven and you're like always on the go, you're always working, 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 and you don't rest... You don't take space to cultivate the, the, the creative aspects of yourself. You're going to be pushing away your partner if they're a masculine person because they want to be in masculine. They don't want to be with another masculine person. It doesn't work. It's not gender related. This is just what you currently have within mm-hmm. yourself. Energy related. Yeah, it's energy. So I am at core feminine. He is at core masculine. And so if I'm hyper masculine, like I'm working all the time and I'm constantly you know, doing stuff with the business or whatever, and I don't have time for myself, I feel worn out. I feel drained. And, 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 you know, he tries to help me. But if I come to him in a very feminine state where I'm just taking care of myself, I'm meditated, I'm journaling, I'm feeling good, it's a much different dynamic between us. So make sure that you're, you're balancing that. Uh, and movement. Move your body. Move, motion equals emotion, as one of my favorite coaches, mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, says. Actually. Yeah. Absolutely. Move your body, whether that's just walking, some form of exercise, uh, doing the splits, whatever, dancing. Yeah, just move your body. Okay. And, you know, this is this is a really good intro to self-love. This this podcast here for you. This is a really good intro. But make sure that you get my ebook because that's really going to take you on a step by step journey on how to do this and guide you through it. So, again, we love you guys. You're amazing. Love yourself the way that anyone else loves you. The person that loves you the most, love yourself that way. There's got to be one person in your life that loves you like you're amazing. Okay? I'm sure there's more than one. Yeah, but at least one. Mm-hmm. If not, then take my love for you. <laughs> okay. She's got a lot of love. Yes. So, until next time. We'll talk to you soon.